Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm with Rob McIntyre and Trace Armstrong. I'm Devin Jordan. We are here to do an episode on the funniest moments in the history of the challenge. Yesterday, we did a draft of best teams of all time. Next week, we plan to do a re-rank of top seasons and a update on all the wagers that we've made over the time. We're kind of doing in full swing of off-season mode until we can get into coverage for All-Stars 3, which should happen in April. So if you have any ideas on shows that you want to hear, topics that you would like us to consider, message, message us on Patreon. Uh, you can become a patron at The Challenge Chronicles. Nope. Patreon.com slash The Challenge Chronicles. It's the second day in a row I've done that. Uh, what else? Uh there was something else I wanted to say. Oh, you can also email us at the challenge chronicles uh, at gmail.com. Probably the best way to get a hold of us if, if it's not on Patreon or Discord. All right. So top six funniest moments. I initially thought that this there were some moments that immediately came to mind, right? Then I kind of, there were some that I feel like happened recently, but I didn't remember specifically what there were. And the people that responded on Discord kind of jogged my memory a little bit. Mm -hmm. And once I saw some of those come through, that's when I started to have a surplus of ones to be able to fit in a top six. Mm -hmm. I had like 50 and it was beyond horrible trying to get this down to six. I feel like well, actually, funny. I feel like mine flowed pretty naturally. I feel like there's one or two from the recent seasons that I'm just forgetting about and I can't recall at the moment. I'd really try to dig through and find them. Um, but I really think after doing the top six uh, moments overall, and then also a couple of other supplementary shows we've done, it's really kind of put into crystallized in my head what, what I would have as my top six here. Yeah. Please tell me that none of you have Wes getting hit in the face with a shoe in your top six. It is not mine. I don't know why people think that's that funny. It's that's not fine. Like it's, it's funny, good. but it's not like I'm going to knee slap or anything. It's like, but to, to look at challenge Twitter, you would think that this is the greatest well, moment of comedy. Well, I, I don't know. Ago. They put out a bracket recently that I was very befuddled by. I didn't really quite get what it was trying to do. Like it wasn't like funniest moments. It was like, here's coral threatening to wrestle people and, CT throwing the shoe at West and like all these weird random things in the same bracket. It's like, and then the winner was like pick, put like all notable moments in a hat. And, and the winner was out. Julie trying to kill Veronica on the, the high like rise it. mission, which, which I'm fine with. If, if I was I actually was glad it won based on the bracket, but yeah. the bracket itself made no sense. But that's regardless. That that is even though this isn't a word, I like using irregardless because it's funny. Irregardless, that's not what we're here for. So. Good times. Just wanted to make sure that we were all on the same page, that that's not a top six funniest moment. <laughs> it's, I think it's like ha ha funny, you know, it like is. it's like in the moment you get like a chuckle out of it, but I don't think about it ever really. I remember we got a bunch of flack because we didn't talk about it when we did the show covering the pilot episode initially and people got real mad at us. Um, but like, cause like some of these, and what I really thought about this, there's some of these that bringing it up will make me start to laugh about it. Or when we were talking, like when Devin was talking through us through it and we don't covered it on a show, I would be laughing constantly in the background. That to me is what put it like in contention here. That That's what really elevated it. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. And there were some of these that I went back and watched earlier today and I still laugh, you know, I know mm-hmm. what's coming. <laughs> 
And it's still just, there's an instinctual aspect to it that you, you just can't help but enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of these, you'll watch them back again and you'll f- forget some of the little subtle aspects of what occurs that really puts that moment over the top, mm-hmm. right? Uh, like there's like the wedgie, right? Which is obviously going to be on mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a bunch of like little subtle aspects with that that just catapult it into something else, right? Derek talking about how we're too old to be giving each other wedgies, right? Or the Miz talking about how he doesn't know about Brad, but he's gotten plenty of wedgies in his day. Stuff like that. You know what I mean? That's not something that you immediately think of when you think of that moment. You just think about Brad getting the wedgies, the wedgie, but all of that comes together to really just make it a little bit more than it really is. Mm-hmm. Agreed completely. All right. So we'll probably have, have to hustle, hustle to get through all of these. Yes, Let's we will. Let's do the typical order. Typical rules apply. If it's higher on someone's list, we wait to talk about it. Trace, mm-hmm. you go first. Rob, then me. Trace. Num- number six is the Jenna Brianna Baker fight. Higher on my lines. Higher on Higher Rob's on my list. list. All right. Coming back to it. To Rob. Right. Uh, number six on my list was the Jemmy Knight catch-up fight from Rivals 2. Gosh. Not on my list at all, but it is a very, very yeah. funny moment because yeah, it's so it, bizarre. It's just so strange, right? Like that, that there were definitely a, this one was this one actually was kind of difficult for me because I really thought about the Arissa, Arissa on Sexist Two with the the helmet and complaining on the obstacle course. Uh, so there were definitely a couple other ones, but like it's just this one's just so so out there, right? With, with mm-hmm. her with. Like he brings out the ketchup and throws it at her, and then he just she just starts screaming at him, and everyone's just like, "He knows I don't play with ketchup. I don't mess with ketchup." (laughs) (laughs) It's a great moment. It really so out there. It's so out there. Because like that that just the strangest of that one to me, and the fact like oh this girl doesn't like like, doesn't like ketchup. Okay, it's like no, she like really doesn't like ketchup. Like like is losing her mind and threatening to quit the show because she's got ketchup around her. What, what do you think she does when she's at Burger King? Because they're going to mess up her order like every time because they do. Like, is she like, <laughs> is she just doing the sign of the cross before the, the thing comes across the window? Oh. She has PTSD, dude. She's like a, a war veteran with yeah. ketchup. With ketchup, yeah. And it's imagine too, like, Jen, Jenny, as a whole. Imagine Jamie being like an extra in like a war movie and they, they have, they're going to have to put ketchup on her like his blood. She's like, not real blood, please. Like anything but that. Is she even, she, uh, on the Rivals 2 reunion, when they ask her about it, her reason for why, and the only reason I know this is because we just covered that episode. The reason that she gives for why she doesn't like ketchup is she just says it's foul. Isn't that what she said? She, she's not very, I mean, she's not very specific about it. And it's a live show, so they couldn't cut around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she says like, foul. She, she, the sm- smell is really bad. It's really foul. Maybe she just doesn't want to talk about the reasons. But yeah, it's, it's just very strange. <laughs> yep. Good pick. All, All right. right. Devin. So for not my number six, I'm hoping like we have done with this before for other picks that I've done that the two of you can convince me of one of these for my number six pick. All right. Mm -hmm. Julie on the tricycle, the rope swing, Johnny uh, confronting Tyree about (laughs) him thinking he threw the mission in the Island after he lost to Evelyn Ariska, Arissa in the obstacle course, and Ayana telling Sophia that throwing her in was a gift. 
<laughs> so I, I, I have one of those that's higher on my list. I maybe I missed one that you mentioned. I have, yeah. I have one of those higher on actually. Straight, straight and narrow is the best one to me. Like it's, yeah. it's just, it's, it's so incredible. It Which was one? just outside my top Julie, six. Julie, the, Julie, the path, the path to God, God is straight to narrow. narrow. <laughs> you got neither of you had that on your list. It was no, literally my was number. My it was my God. number seven. It was, was that close. Rob, I was going to be shocked if that wasn't on your list. No, it's it's on my list. It's so, yeah, it's incredible. Do you, either of you have Arissa on there? No, she was basically number seven for me. She was number seven, and the free agents trivia machine was number eight. Those were we got it. We got to talk about that then. Because initially I didn't, I didn't have that on there, and then Trace just mentioned it. One of you, or one of you just, I just mentioned, mentioned it, it, yeah. And I thought to myself, how do I not have that on there? That had all three of us rolling when we <laughs> talked about that. And to set the stage for anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, in Battle of the Sexes two, towards the end of the season, there is an obstacle course mission that takes place on the top of a semi, mm-hmm. and. Each member of the women's team has to go across this obstacle course. At the time, I believe the team consists of Coral, Arissa, Sophia, and... Tina's on it, I think, too. I think I think that's it. Yeah. And it gets to the point where Arissa has to cross the balance beam for the obstacle course. She's not capable of doing it. And she's... Okay, not capable is not an appropriate uh, explanation. She is not capable of making two steps on the... On the <laughs> and she gets... She just starts getting, like, so upset with herself, screaming, <laughs> pumping her fist, and jumping up and down, that when we watched that episode, I didn't expect that at all. Uh-uh. And I thought it was absolutely hilarious. And we came together and talked about it collectively, and all of us thought it was hilarious. Like all of us independently couldn't believe how funny it was. Yeah, and then I at the end, end you've got Coral saying, "I hope she died." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coral, so, Arissa's lying on the floor, and Coral's like, "Could have done better, Arissa." Could have done better, Arissa. Right. <laughs> when when she finally finishes it, she's on the ground like a football player who just like ran a marathon of a game, completely dead. And Coral just goes, "Could have done better." Thank you for listening to the preview of this bonus episode. If you'd like to listen to the full episode, you can go to patreon.com slash the challenge chronicles and subscribe for just $4 per month. When you subscribe, you typically get one bonus episode per week. Recent bonus episodes that we've done are on two episodes for betting odds of all stars three, the top six funniest moments in the history of the challenge, our thoughts on the news of the Challenge Universe expanding, historical recaps of the ruins, and much more. Again, if you'd like to listen to this bonus content, you can go to patreon.com slash the challenge chronicles and subscribe for $4 per month. We'll also leave a link in the description below.